Thank you for joining us. It's Doc. Just Noise. Got a wonderful show going on tonight. It's October, the most wonderful time of the year, in my opinion. Got League Championship Series, American League and National League. Got the Astros taking on the Boston Red Sox tonight down in Houston. And the Dodgers pulled it out last night to force a game six back in Atlanta. Got Greasy with the numbers. Got the whole world joining us. <laughs> from Austin, Texas, and also down in College Station, Texas. They're going to be joining us tonight. Like I said, we got a great show going on tonight. Let's jump right into it. Let's eat, fellas. We've got Notre Dame and UNC. We've got the 3-3 three and three Southern California Spurgeons, and they are headed to the Midwest to take on the Fighting Irish Notre Dame. Irish come in at 5-1, and one, ranked number 13. Let's get some takes, gentlemen. What you got? Overrated as they are, I'm going to take Notre Dame. In a close one, uh, I give them the edge over USC, but you know, like I said, man, you can take the records, you can toss them out the window, man. It's gonna be a rivalry game, and it won't be—I don't think it'll be an easy win. But I think they will definitely put it out. Uh, I don't have a—I don't have a final score, but I give Notre Dame the edge by ten. I said they definitely okay. always play each other tight, so I'm gonna go 45-38, Notre Dame. That's a lot of points. <laughs> a lot of points. It is a lot of points, but, you know, you got to throw the records out, like you said, and we're going to see if the, if the offense just keeps going. That's, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a lot of points, too, uh, considering that both teams are coming in averaging, you know, over 30 points a game. So, I, I mean, you know, sarc- you know, a little sarcasm, but I think it's going to be high scoring. I'm going to go uh, Notre Dame. Pulling away late. I'm going to take Notre Dame 33, and I'll take Southern California 20. Mr. Notre Greasy. Dame. Come on, Greasy. Hit us with that. All right. This this is one of college football's oldest rivalries. Date back to 1926. Uh, Notre Dame leads the series 47-36 <coughs> with five ties. Uh, the ranked team always beats the unranked team, except for... Uh, 51, 55, 59, 63, 70, and 71. Now, with both teams are ranked, the higher-ranked team always win, except for 38, 74, 77, and 80. There's one thing um, about history. If you forget it, you're doomed to repeat it. And with that being said, tomorrow is October 23rd. Uh, these teams met on October 23rd, 1971, with Notre Dame being ranked uh, that season and USC coming along wasn't ranked. I'm gonna go back to 71 50 years ago. I will, right. Lone Wolf, I'm gonna take the Trojans, USC 28, Notre Dame 14. Ooh. He's going, he's going with the upset. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, you know, it's just not. This is, you know, an old, an old rivalry. I remember watching, you know, Tony Rice and Rodney Pete and, you know, Rocket Ishmael, those guys. Even headed into uh, Marinovich and Junior Sayer. It's not quite the same. It's lost, it's lost some of its luster. Uh, I can see where Green's coming from. I can see where Green's is coming from, but I'm going to stick with what it, what it is. I think Notre Dame pulls away late, man. Um, yeah. Uh, even though Notre Dame is overrated, I got to agree with you, King Dre. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna stick with my horses here. Um, moving on to the uh, NFL, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs and they're traveling city. Take on Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. 
Uh, I made it, made a take about maybe two weeks ago. Kansas City and that defense, they keep winning, so I can't pounce on them too much. But yeah, I'm gonna go tights with this one. Uh, they've been playing late as well. Derrick Henry is a full-grown man. Yes, he I is. think. I think. I think I'm gonna have to roll a dice with this one and say Kansas City. And I'm gonna say Kansas City because I'm not too sure about the Titans' passing game. If I was Kansas City, I'm pretty sure they're gonna load up that box and stop that run. And I just believe if they can if they can stop that run, I don't think that passing game is gonna be able to uh, to push Tennessee over the top. What do y'all think, Brayon? I don't know. He, he, maybe he's still thinking about it. Maybe he's still thinking about it. Maybe right. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm going. With, I'm going. With. I don't know what you got, Chris. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go with the Titans, and I know you said something about the passing. The uh, they gonna load up the box, but it was like 27 in rushing. So, and then you got the number one rushing team in the NFL with behind exactly. Derrick Henry. So they, they really don't need to really too much rely on their passing game when this cat getting over 120 yards a game on the ground. So. Right. I think Titans gonna pull it out, especially the way I saw him handle the Bills this last this last uh, Monday night. And are Bray, the overrated? Are the Bills overrated? No, slightly overrated. I think we the Bills be, are the truth. Can we be giving them the more? Can we be giving them more credit than they actually deserve? No, I think the Bills, season, the Bills are their AFC Championship again. Hmm. Okay, I can see okay. that. Okay, Brayon. I, I think they, I they definitely coming in their own. I mean, Josh Allen is proven. I mean, he got he got nice receivers. It, you know, his, his Singletary and Mossad, I wouldn't put him in elite running back status, but, you know, they do okay. And committee can get it done. I see what you're saying. Definitely get it done. And uh, I think uh, Emmanuel Sanders was a good pickup. Um, go along with Diggs and uh, the tight end is, uh, he got hurt uh, last game, but, uh, He's giving Josh Allen another target. Uh, so here's the deal with Tennessee. The addition of Julio Jones was nice. It's a nice weapon on the outside, but Tennessee only goes as far as Derrick Henry goes. Um, if Tennessee gets into a game where they're in shotgun and they have to pass 40, 50 times a game, they're out of their element. So, so far as Derrick Henry goes, so far as the Titans go. Uh, Kansas City, yeah, I don't see their front seven slowing this guy down at all. If Patrick Mahomes is on the bench, then he can't beat you. So he can't win. He can't win. I'm going Titans in this one. I'm going to go Titans in this one, 33. 33 numbers in my head tonight. But I'm going to go with this one, Titans 33. I'm going to go Kansas City 29. Ooh. Okay, oh, okay, Ooh, Doc. Okay, okay Doc. <laughs> Doc. I love your, I love your take on it. Brian, huh. who wants? I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna throw a number out there. 28-14, Tennessee. Okay. I'm with Brian. Uh, I'm with King Dre about now. There's one thing, you know, Patrick Mahomes having a great season of 18 touchdowns, 1888. D. Henry, 783. But as Doc, no, I love defense. I'm defensive minded. And Kansas City has showed me absolutely nothing. Whether it was this season, last season. Rayon, you're correct. You are absolutely right. They're 27th against the run. So with King Dre saying that they can load up the box, that is fine. You can load up the box. But guess what? They are 25th against the pass. And with, with Julio Jones and, and, 
and the other cast of characters uh, catching the ball. AJ Brown, yep. Hey. Cheese out here, and I will for this one since since we have different opinions. Uh, I'm gonna have my glasses on. I will have them on to see if this KC defense is gonna show up, which I do not believe. Give me the Titans all day, every day. Thirty-one. Kansas City, 28. Hold 31, on. 28. Hold on, Greasy. This is what I'm going to say to you, though. You can't stand the Kansas City Titans anyway. Kansas you you wouldn't have picked the Kansas City Titans if they, was, if they were playing the Houston Texans. And they have yeah. now become the Cleveland Browns of the NFL. So let's just call that what it is. He's a Raiders fan, of course. He's a Raiders not. fan, of course. <laughs> through and through. I would have way in hell he was going to pick Kansas City <laughs> anyway. I'm I'm going against the grain on this one. I'm going to say that Kansas City is going to maintain and, and, and keep Henry in check. Not saying they're going to shut him down, but they're going to keep him in check enough to where he doesn't run hog wild on them and run that score up. And I'm going to give Kansas City the edge by seven. Okay, so we got King Dre jumping out on the jumping out on the proverbial clip. He's going to take the Kansas City Chiefs in the victory over the Titans in Music City. Let's jump ahead to week. <laughs> Let's jump ahead to next week's, next Thursday's game. Oh, that's the first game of the uh, next uh, week. Um, Green Bay versus Arizona. Uh, Ooh, those are nice. Those Cardinals are looking unstoppable. They've got toys on top of toys on top of toys. <laughs> Green Bay, that defense, re- I picked the Bears last week. Yeah, Justin Fields, they're not quite ready to take that lead. Let's break down Kansas. I mean, sorry, not Kansas City. Let me get some water. Hold on one second. Let's take a look at the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. What we got? I think in the Green Bay Packer and Arizona Cardinals game, Cardinals will definitely go into the game at seven and zero. You know, they played the Texans this week, so it's like practice for them. And that's, that's no, that's no, that ain't no dig at the Texans, but I mean, come on. But, but I think, I definitely think Green Bay will give them a shot. And I actually been picking the Cardinals to lose like the last two weeks, but they've definitely proven me wrong. So I think if anybody got a shot, the Packers have a, a great shot at giving them their first loss of the season. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he, he coming in his, his his stride right around this time of season, and who knows he can go off on the win streak of seven, eight in a row, and we'll see where the Packers are late in the season. Okay, so what you saying? So, that, are you saying that they have a great shot because of Green Bay's defense, or because of Aaron Rodgers? Green Bay, Green Bay is not playing any defense. Green Bay don't. Yeah, so, they, they defense ain't that great. I'm saying it's because of Aaron Rodgers, and okay, you know, like so I said, he's gonna be he's hitting his stride, and. You know, he can rattle off five, six wins by himself just for being Aaron Rodgers. So, if both so do of you have a prediction? If y'all are both agreeing that Green Bay isn't playing any defense, what makes you think they're going to stop the Arizona offense? I don't. Ah. I, oh. I don't. I think Kyler Murray is on a mission. Uh, Arizona looks unstoppable. They've got two good running backs. Uh, they've got three wide receivers. they got two good tight ends. The defense just bend but don't break and it looks like Kyler he makes Kyler makes an erratic throw every now and then but for the most part they're handling teams pretty easy they they they, they took the rounds you know they took them apart um, yeah and Green Bay the defense is just not it's not stout enough to stop them 
I'm going to go with Arizona moving on, you know, to continue their undefeated streak. I think they take down the Packers. Uh, I think this will be high scoring. I'm going to take down – I'm going to put the uh, Packers losing this one. I'll give Arizona six points. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, 34. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, 28. Greasy. All right. All right. Aaron Rodgers against the Packers, two and two. Uh, and those two losses occurred in Arizona. But uh, I'm going to go out on the limb. This was one of those games that just baffled me because it's a complete litmus test for the Packers because the Cardinals have beat formidable opponents thus far. And Green Bay, they just... Uh, chugging along, doing what they're supposed to do. Beat, beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. Right. So this is a litmus test. I think Aaron Rodgers gets his first win in Arizona. He gets it done. Uh, I'm going to go with 34. 34-31 Packers. 34-31 Green Bay. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta make first loss. I gotta make up some ground on Greasy. Uh, he jumped out on me with my Bears pick, and and and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers did own the Bears last week. He taunted the fans, so he made me look kind of foolish. Uh, Greasy is up two. He's two and zero, oh and I'm one and one. So I'm taking Arizona, and I'm taking Tennessee in those two ball games, and hopefully I can make up some ground here. Um, the Dallas Cowboys. Here we are. Oh, I mean, here we go. Yeah, America's team. Here we go, man. Yeah, third. Uh, <laughs> man, they're playing good, and I know you're just excited down there in Austin. It's been a minute, but these boys are for real. That's just my opinion. I think Listen, they, they got the big team. Call it what it is, uh, Doc. It's been longer than a minute. Let's keep it fun. It's been going on about 30 years since they looked. Uh, and, and, right, and right on cue, right on cue, I'm just going to say that was a digs. If you get what I'm saying, I, I, I like that. so I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and intercept this conversation and say hey. that the defense has been playing out of their mind like they have not been playing in the last, let's say, the last years. decade. No, don't go, don't go thirty. Let's say at least Bruh. the last five, five or six years, the defense really stepped up. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the defensive coordinator, coach, has definitely brought a new atmosphere to the team that we haven't had, along with the, the six picks that we got in the draft. And I, as a Cowboy fan, have definitely been saying every year for the last 10 years, go defensive heavy. But obviously, I'm not in the war room to help Jerry make those picks, so he don't listen to me. But uh, <laughs> I think with Dak back and him playing out of, out of his mind, I saw somewhere where he's a top three quarterback. And I'm not just saying that because I am a Cowboy fan, but, you know, the dude, he's playing lights out. And, you know, he got Zeke back there, and then he got Pollard as well. He got a nice set of receivers to throw it to. So I, I definitely see us in the NFC Championship. And, okay. wow, that's wow. just that's just me. I'm going to just wow. jump out here right quick, man, to get this over with. I'm, I'm going to let you have this on tape, brother. I can actually see the Dallas Cowboys playing in the Super Bowl. As painful as that sounds, I got to keep it real. They okay. really are out there balling. They really look like a Super Bowl contender. They look like a Super Bowl winner 
the way they playing. Man, offense is 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 phenomenal. Dak can't have any excuses. He's got two good running backs, and we know his receiving core is top notch. <laughs> so he has zero excuses. And you know, you 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 a fan. That's your squad. So you know how they defense play. I can't I can't tell you much about their defense. I know the little youngster Diggs is that, that's his name, right? Diggs, right? You know his that's name. correct, yes, sir. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, he, he out there doing his thing. He young and he doing his thing. He, he he bringing a lot of energy out there for him. So if they continue on the path that they are on right now, I can honestly say I can see them in the Super Bowl. It will hurt my feelings so much if I see them there because I know I'm gonna get trashed because I'm probably the number one haters. Now, why would that hurt your feelings, Drake? Because I mean, I'm not a cowboy fan, man. I do not like the cowboys. I mean, I'm not a cowboys fan either, but I don't it, like. Them. But I'm keeping it real with you. I'm keeping it real about them. I'm, I'm a realist when it comes to sports. They doing their thing. They are balling. They look like they're on the path to the Super Bowl for real this time. Out of all okay. the times, out of all 20, 30 years, they've been, how are we going to the Super Bowl? This is the one time I can truly okay. look like they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, Dre. Okay. Uh, Brian, we'll no, take no, dig, no digs on your team. No digs. I will say this about the Cowboys. I, I want to bring up some interesting points. Yes, they are playing fabulous football thus far, but the opponents are last place schedule. In my eyes, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're in the NFC uh, least. Least. <laughs> least. Least. Uh, you 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 beat up on the Eagles. We know what that is. The Panthers. Uh, we know what that is. Uh, the Giants, uh, we'll, we'll see them picking top five. Um, the <laughs> Patriots will be top ten. I mean, there's number twelve left. We we know what that is. Now we now this is where the roller coaster gets a little bumpy because the numbers are somewhat skewed. Since you're playing mediocre teams, they're playing from behind. So that's why the Cowboys' pass defense is ranked number thirty. I get that. Now. The question is, will they ever get to the meat potato part of the schedule to where they have a formidable opponent? Yes, maybe down the line with the Chiefs, the Raiders on Thanksgiving, the Saints, uh, bad teams play their best football in week one and we saw the the Saints beat up on the Packers. I'm a keep going back to that. Uh, I see a split with the Redskins. It always happens. I don't care if the Cowboys go in with, with one loss or two losses, it is what it is. You're going to split with the Redskins. Do I see them in the Super Bowl? It's a possibility. Uh, I think this year is going to be very cryptic. Uh, and I say this, and I want to keep this on all the listeners' mind, that there was one specific team that was denied from going to L.A. And there was another owner that was part of that along with that decision. Maybe these two teams meet. And those teams are the Cowboys and Raiders. Maybe that happens. Who knows? But with them as the strongest team just yet, uh, because that that team out west in Arizona and the Rams, even though they, you know, had a little stumble, and I, but thus far the Cowboys look great. They're playing great football, and it's looking good. Uh, Brianna, I know you. Whooping it up for America's team, but I just wanted to give a few insights on Dallas. I appreciate Don't. that. I, I appreciate that. Everybody was kicking straight facts and numbers. So I'm not a Cowboys fan, uh, but here's the deal. 
Can, can you say for the record, uh, what's your team? I think it's HTTR. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Let's, <laughs> move, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about what Dallas is doing right. <laughs> we already know they've got two good running backs. We've got uh, Ezekiel and Pollard, and he's got a host of receivers. Uh, Gallup goes down, and uh, I can't even think of his Wilson. name right now. Yeah, Wilson. he's coming. Cedric, Cedric Wilson. Yeah, he's coming in, and and then he. It's like where'd they find this guy? Yep. Well, what has really impressed me is the Dallas defense. Uh, right now, Tank isn't even playing. I'm really, really. Uh, my, uh, as y'all know, my uh, favorite player is uh, one of my favorite players of all time is Sean Taylor. And I think I spoke with uh, Brian a couple weeks ago. You know, just. Just jargon. I was like, Michael Parson reminds me of Sean Taylor, except he's a linebacker. And I, I, I bring this up every time I talk to Cowboys fans. It's like Jerry Jones, he he knocked it out the park with this one. He's a linebacker. You do not take off the field. In any in any formation, three, four, bear. You can go four, three, attacking. You can go nickels. You can go three, three, five. You can go quarters. I mean, you, he doesn't have to come off the field. I think what he I think what he has done as he has allowed the Cowboys to get pressure. He has to get rid of the ball. Diggs is in place. Secondary, I know the defensive coordinator is coming over to Seattle. He's getting younger and faster. And it's predicated off a cover three scheme and a pass rush. And when you're playing on the synthetic field, which the Cowboys are playing on, and most of the fields are in the NFL, pass rush gets there. And the quarterback got to make quick decision. And Diggs is a thief. He is a pickpocket. Uh, he doesn't remind me of Deion Sanders. He reminds me more of Lester Hayes than anybody. Uh, I know Green. I know Greasy's going to appreciate that one. Uh, maybe some of you uh, youngsters don't know who that is, but yeah, he reminds me more of Lester Hayes. If the ball's in his in his area, he, he's going to try to smash that thing. Uh, Michael Parsons has made all the difference for the Dallas Cowboys. I can see him beating Tampa Bay, I can see him beating the Rams, I can see him beating the Cardinals. Um, so long as I'm slipping, I think, who y'all got uh, coming out of the uh, bye week? Is that a Halloween night game versus Minnesota? Yeah, it's a night game. You know I'm riding with, with the Cowboys, so. Right, right, right. Just as long as Dallas just handles business, handles what they do, take care of business, they'll they'll be fine. Uh, it's nothing that they should really worry about. Uh, I had the Giants winning the NFC East. I was thinking Arthur Jones would step it up. I really like the Giants defense. The Washington pass for us hasn't, 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 hasn't done anything this year. And Philadelphia, they're, they're Philadelphia. I mean, they've got it. So, Doc, they've so got Doc let me ask you a question. Yeah. You don't think that's a little bit of fool's gold on, with the last place schedule? You don't think that's I mean, a little bit of fool's going? Yeah, it is. But you you have to play who you have to play. They can't play the eighty-five Bears every week. I mean, if they on the schedule, as long as, as long as they on the schedule, if you handle business, you know, Tampa slips up, the Rams slip up, you know, Arizona slips up, then everybody's got to come to Dallas. Yep. But you know what, uh, Doc? I said the same thing. I said the same thing about the Denver Broncos when they got out that gate at three and zero. They played uh, Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Giants. They got out 3-0. and Now we look at the Broncos, who just suffered their fourth straight loss when they played formidable opponents. They, they lost to the Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, and Browns last night. They got to that meat and potato part of that schedule, and it showed. So this is my thing with the Cowboys. 
against formidable opponents, those Buccaneers, you lost. All these well, other teams, you're you're supposed to beat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But 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 they're they're a little bit better put together than uh you know the Broncos and you know some of these other teams who started off kind of uh you know had some three and zero records. That Dallas is just better put together. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I can see Dallas going to the Super Bowl, and that's just being a sports fan and just being objective. They're playing good ball. And uh, it's been a great show, man. It's been a wonderful time. Uh, Brayon and Andre, we're definitely to have you guys back on. Uh, man, great time, great time, definitely. For sure, fellas. You know I'm down anytime, baby. I'd love to come back on. Yes, sir, we'd love to have you. Uh, Greasy. Appreciate the hard work, man. You, you you're doing your thing, man. I know, like you said, uh, if if it wasn't for the listeners and and the supporters, man, we 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 wouldn't we wouldn't have the the necessary ump to keep it going. So we definitely want to shout those guys out, people, ladies and ladies and gentlemen that are, are that are giving us their time. Yes, I I would like to send a special thanks to uh, Miss uh, Evelyn Laura and uh, Miss uh, Melissa B. Uh, down there at uh, CEO and uh, keep up the good work uh, supporting the program and not just them and every, all our other listeners uh, that spend Friday nights with us. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We appreciate you, ladies. Um, and like I said, I'm just thankful, man. And it's it's, it's, it's fun doing this. But I was talking to uh, Gre- uh, Greasy the other day. It was like, they don't see the work. Doc, that- I want to I want to make a this is breaking news for the show. Uh, Doc, we reached our magical number. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. And that's like I said, that's 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 definitely that's definitely all due to the fans. And like I said, and the people yes. that listen. So that's that's great. Um, and like I said, shout out to the ladies and the gentlemen that are listening. And uh, if you're in College Station, Texas, uh, worldwide youth events. I want to send my sister some love, Ebony Joy Jones. She's hosting the Fall Festival. If you're down there in College Station, check her out. Again, that's at uh, Worldwide Youth Events. You can catch her on Facebook. You can catch her on the ground. She's doing wonderful work in the community. She's specializing in mental health, man, and uh, just really helping the ladies out. And, you know, just to kind of throw this out there, fellas, we don't talk about it enough. We have mental issues, and, and we're told to tough it up, you know, suck it up and keep it going. So I definitely wanted to shout her out. Hopefully she can get some, you know, even some of the the, the, the mature women. I'm gonna call them mature. I don't want to offend anybody. The, the seasoned women. Uh-huh. <laughs> go, go check that out, man. That that the mental health is is uh definitely very important. So like I said, uh, special love to my sister Emily Joy Jones Worldwide Youth Events. I think that event should be pretty much wrapping up just about now. But that's it for today's episode. For Doc. Breezy and the Herd Boys. We appreciate y'all, man. Check us out every Friday night, 8 p.m. That's on Anchor and Spotify. Just know it. Thank you. I had fun.